You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. It's your boy Smiles, and we back for another episode of the Music Impulse. This is the very first episode of 20. <laughs> Start over. All right, y'all. It's your boy Smiles. We back for another episode of the Music Impulse, and this is the very first episode of 2023. <laughs> I'm gonna start over because <laughs> you doing this. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get you through it. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. I'm trying to get you through it. Okay. All right, y'all. It's your boy, Smiles. We back for another episode of the Music Impulse, and this is the very first episode of 2023. We no longer in 2022. It's just that we record in 2022. This is the past, the future, the present. We all, you know, every time, everywhere, you know, shout out to Michelle, y'all. Just watched that movie a few, few days ago. Great movie. But, yeah, on this episode, you know, uh, me and Shy, we, we got back to do this is the fourth one fourth one this is number four yeah this is the fourth one uh um, highlight no. of my year the highlight of my year is yeah. doing this yep 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 so we, we decided you know gonna start the, the 2023 year off you know with a recap of 2022 and everything so you know here we are you know so what's up what's up what's up guy what's up my guy how you doing oh man uh i've been better uh, the thing about me uh, has always been about transparency so, you know, this has been um, a roller coaster year. It's way more roller coasters than usual. So, like I said, I've been better, but for every dark cloud, you know, you know the saying. So, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, I guess we, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll start off with uh, Christmas. So that's the most recent holiday and everything that uh everybody went through how, how was christmas in the uh in the miller household i wasn't here i was at the american airlines center uh, i was there probably in the morning jerks statue reveal unveiling i'm sorry that was a pretty cool event uh, got to talk to him afterwards of course have this really cool video on the Uncle Urban of that I did of LeBron shooting around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check that out. That was dope. With uh, one of my favorite albums of this year. One of the songs from one of my favorite albums this year. Uh, what else? Yeah, I just pretty much was at that game. <laughs> I pretty much at that game and then I went to go see my guy's son. And I came on home and ate dinner with the family. So I did. Definitely. How was I guess uh, 
being at the game from a, a different perspective, I guess. That's probably yeah. uh, I know oh, you've yeah. been to games before, like watching, but it's like now it's like uh, I'm watching, but I'm also kind of you know working and all that. With the media credential, it's been very, very crazy because you know I'm at the Christmas game because I'm like I'm at the Christmas game. Being on the floor, like I said, seeing LeBron that close, I've never been that close. I may have seen him from a few rows away or something like that, but I've never been like where he's right there. After the, I'm sorry, before the game, Dirk had a press conference. He said, hopefully one of his last few in the arena, but I don't think it is. I think I think he's going to get more things and he's going to be asked more questions. But, um, yeah, I got to walk with him and Scott Tomlin, Scooter. I appreciate everything you've done for me so far this year. And I'm just talking and laughing with them, Mark Stein. And yeah, it was like I said, it, it's been surreal. I've been around Dirk plenty of times. That's not a brag. Um, for for them uh, for them guys, for them guys. That's not a flex. It's just facts. I've been at the right place at the right time a lot of times in my life. Um, that's God. That ain't me. So yeah, being seeing him. When he patted me on the shoulder, man, I looked up, reached my hand up, patted him on his, his told him I'm proud of him. <laughs> told him it was a really good look. And uh, yeah, I went and enjoyed the game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, you know I, I watched uh, the, the, whole, the whole thing. And, I was, you know, of course, I, I started off ex- excited, you know, but then, you know. Oh, man, I could have told you how that game was going in. That that that's like last night. I mean, well, um, just like uh, the, I believe it's the twenty seventh. Yeah, oh, yeah, where the Dirk Knicks game. Scored, Dirk, I mean, not Dirk. Ah, Lucas scored sixty and twenty and ten. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was getting because I got the Mavericks alerts for Bleacher Report. That's all I kept getting was mm, Luke going crazy, and then you know, of course, being with Ryan, I couldn't say nothing. So I'm like, nigga, yo. <laughs> This nigga yeah. is going. Yeah, I've asked him. Know. I've asked him this morning. I'm like, did you watch the game yet? He was like, no. Nah, nah. I'm like, damn. Nigga. <laughs> I want to hear Ryan's analysis of basically this man making history. Um, Luca single handedly broke a record that has never been broken. Oh wow. He is he is the first person to ever come back from a nine point deficit in the last 35 seconds of a game. It had never been done before. He broke not only the season high, but he uh, no, he he not only got the season high, he broke the franchise record, which was previously held by Dirk Nowitzki, fifty-three points uh, with his sixty-point performance. So it it's been crazy on the basketball end of everything that's been going on, seeing all this stuff happen. Yeah, because I, I saw one of them. Video memes or whatever earlier, and it was like Luke Luca uh saying that the Mavs are down nine points and showed like uh, a ball being thrown, and the nigga just swap swat the ball out the way and then went and dunked it. And they were like, Yeah, this is Luca, like, oh, this ain't nothing. Nine points, oh, no. whatever. Yeah, um, the dude that was smoking hookah, uh, I know, I know it was like on a basketball court or something. Another one? Yeah, no, dude was smoking hookah, <laughs> they showed this one brother smoking hookah. <laughs> He got the he, he got a steal, ran, 
and laid it up. They said that was Luca. I said, pretty much. Because at the end of the game, he said, man, I'm tired. He said, I need a beer. Well, look, one mad at it because he deserved it. <laughs> Taking that game in overtime the way he did. Especially after but it's like I've always said. Pulled, it's pulled up in the, the stadium. Most. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was. Okay, he was smoking hookah in the No, that was Christmas. That was Christmas. No, that was Christmas when he um was in the Chevy with the cowboy boots on and the cowboy hat. Yeah. But he's doing that for Duke Perfect. Like he, This is something that Dallas, um, in terms of basketball, has not seen before. I mean, we're witnessing... Like, Dirk, Dirk even said in his press conference that, you know, all the stuff, you know, all the stuff that normal athletes do, the shoe brand, the shoe deals, like, he would do stuff for Nike, but he wouldn't do a lot of it. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, this guy's doing it. He got collapse with Dude Perfect now. It's, he got AI, he got a Nerf contract. You know, he's, this is different. This is different for the city I wish. Um, I can't go into too much detail because I don't want the wrong. I don't want PR to hear this, and then one day I'm walking in the ring. <laughs> that's my credential. But um, I just hope that the people that can help him help him to not only stay here in Dallas but to excel in Dallas as well. So we'll see. But it's been exciting so far this year seeing him in person do these incredible things. Yeah, that, that that boy look he he a bad one, he a bad one. Um, but uh let's see, where where, where do you wanna go uh go next? I, do you do you wanna start start off, you know? Go ahead. Down you, or high or it's, it's, uh, it's up to you. Um It's your show. This ain't mine. Uh, let's see. Let's go with because we, we do we Well I guess overall what what's it been like, you know, doing the Mavericks more full time? It's funny to not have to pay for a ticket. That's about it. Because I knew everybody. I mean, I know every, you know, I knew everybody already. So when I go to the arena, it's more like Calvin and those McDonald's commercials. <laughs> Look at Calvin on the jet. Yeah, I mean, and everybody's like high-fiving and stuff. And it's, it's really nice. I love the love that I get in the arena. Uh, you know, it's competition everywhere but I don't really look at I pe- people like look I'm gonna put it like this for anyone listen who sees me as an op you know my name for you you're goofy because I don't see nobody as an opposition or threat to my life because at the end of the day you control your destiny God control God is in control of everything so yeah so you don't like me in that arena hey I'm glad you don't interact with me, but I, but I am happy for those that do. It makes me really fortunate to be doing what I'm doing and be able to have that access. I don't even flash it like that is the thing. A lot of people think you should. I'm like, nah, it's, um, I've always been a humble person. Even if people find me pretentious, I don't know why. I said, you put, you're paying too much attention if you find me pretentious. That mean you in my pockets and you, you in another part of my pants. That I won't say on here. <laughs> you riding it. <laughs> and I'm going to say something crass. And I want people to take this with them. If you down there that much. You might as well suck it. That's how I feel about that. 
<laughs> if you on my if you on my Disney that much, you might as well suck it. Do something look, do something while you down there. Oh. Instead of just holding it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh well, all right. Do something with it. That's how I feel about this. Cause I mean, like I said, for those who have really been there, they know he worked hard for this. Nothing was given. This is years of work. Years. I didn't I didn't ask nobody. I didn't have to do no underhand. I ain't kiss nobody's butt. I really was working hard for years. Um, whether it was with you or somebody else. I was working. Something I used to always tell you my work sometimes felt overlooked, but I'm like, dog. You can deny the grind, but I'm like, it was there. I got paperwork. I got receipts, as they say, <laughs> of, of the work I put in. So, yeah, I've been trying to enjoy it, but I really can't enjoy it as much as I want to due to other factors. But it has been exciting. Um, my first away game was in Brooklyn. I love the reception in Brooklyn. Um, sitting down at the media table and seeing the Brooklyn Nets welcome Rashad Miller to to Barclays was amazing. Coming in to see the same. Even though mm-hmm. United Center spelled my name wrong, they they left out the D. It was Rasha. Rasha. They said, Welcome Rasha Miller. Rasha Miller. To, to Chicago. It was beautiful <laughs> as well. Um are you Mr. Was, Mar- Mr. Rasha? Huh? What? What? Huh? I, I Rasha Miller? I was looking for my seat. Cause so I was looking at my seat and they, and they have it to where it's like it's on a uh, digital board, mm-hmm. uh, like you know it's on a monitor. So I looked, I was like, where am I supposed to go? And I looked and I said, who? I said that's what be me. And I asked the guy, I'm like, that's what be me. He said, what's your name, Rashad? I'm like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's you. I said, that's not me. They like, yeah, that's that's you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when I sat down, I saw it on the table. I said, wow, they was it on the table. But it was still a great reception. It was fun. Um, I I ain't never been to Chicago, so Chicago was very exciting. Um, And then the late, the last place I went was Houston. Same thing. The reception was incredible. Um, Again, this time they didn't tape down my card in the hotel, Yoda Center. Rockets PR and Mass PR don't get mad at me, but I actually took my name card that time because i know they're just gonna throw it away i was like no nah, i'm gonna keep it this time because <laughs> it said the rockets welcome rashad miller I-, I thought it was pretty cool so that's been the thing about going to away games i'll tell you that, that'd just... be a nice little memento like all, all your i guess away games was like hey just yeah. like my, my own little memento remember because brooklyn was such a blur due to like i said we're gonna talk about that later personal things that i don't have my credential from that game I lost it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's floating somewhere in Brooklyn, New York right now. It's, <laughs> it's somewhere. If it's not in the trash, it's it's floating in the wind somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah, the fact that I got to, I took that card because I was just like, it's still, I tell people every time I walk to an arena, no matter where it is, it's still a surreal experience. Um, now, G League, I was mostly in Frisco. I did the Rio Grande Valley. Vipers. Um, Vipers in Edinburgh for like their G League championship. That was cool. But being in the United Center, looking up and seeing like the Bulls 
numbers and seeing that 23 and seeing all six of those championship banners. Um, I had the Carmine sixes on, so I had some shoes Jordan actually had on, and I'm walking on the floor. I'm hearing the basketballs. I'm seeing the footwork. They actually had foot a uh, footwork squad. Okay. In, in Chicago, that was really dope to see. Uh, it's yeah, it was just a real experience. Houston, and I've been to that arena many of times. I've never been on that floor, and the walk on that floor was um, surreal. Brooklyn, never been to Barclays, and my first time I went in as media. Again, that was pretty amazing. The next few spots, y'all. If if you follow the Uncle Urban or you follow Shaw Miller on Instagram, you would know where the next stops are gonna be. Um, I hope that you guys follow. I really do because it, it it's a fun ride. I'm getting through some things right now, but it's fun. We're having fun. That's good. That's good. Well. Uh... Speaking about, I was thinking about traveling. I thought this would be a good question to ask you, and how, how you feel, especially if, if this would have been you. Uh, we got the news, you know, Southwest Airlines had a whole, whole bunch of uh, issues going on with their flights and stuff. Uh, I saw at least one person that I know. Um, I think he met her, or at least I told you a uh, few, like one of the moons from um, Chicago. Um, she had posted, she will say, hey, if anybody's wondering, <laughs> I'm stuck in the airport. Thank you, Southwest. <laughs> Uh, but uh, man, yeah, I know, uh, I know a few people. Uh, one of my boys, he's still stuck in Chicago. Another um, person I know, they literally had to rent a car from where they were all the way back to Dallas. Um, a lot of people are getting stuck out there. This is the thing about me and Southwest. I've never gotten stuck. They've tried to offer me credit. So I always tell them no. I got to get home. I said, give me on somebody's flight in this airport to Dallas. I don't care where I go. Just give me to Dallas. I don't care if it's 40 connecting flights. I'll make it home in like three days. I don't care, but I'm going home. You getting me up out of this airport. I don't want a hotel. I want to go home. I want to sleep in my own bed. So, yeah, it would have been. Look, y'all doing y'all doing way different. I would have been lawyered up by now. I would I would have owned America. I would I'm sorry. I would have owned Southwest by now. Y'all doing it different because I don't play. They have tried me many of times. No, no, you, I know I can't be stuck in no airport. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I'm, look, I'm just a different. Look, my authoritative side, my boss side comes out. I'm like, man, I see that private jet over there. Who owned that jet? Get them on the phone and ask them, please, can I get back to Dallas? I don't know how much refueling costs. I'll sell cans. I'll flip a few sneakers or something. i get you that refuel cost. Just get me on a plane. I'm not staying. He was like, he was like I don't care if it means I have to reroute back to the same place I just came from. <laughs> For real. For real. Go up to come back. That yeah, I don't care. He said, but no, nah, it's really unfortunate. But Southwest's been going through some things. Uh, Love Field's been going through some things. Yeah. But the only reason I've been flying Southwest, I've told everybody, is pretty much because due to the pandemic, I know American, Alaska, and all the other places that I fly through have been spiking their prices 
like tremendously. Other than that, you ain't gonna catch you ain't gonna catch me on Southwest flight on purpose. Like there's better options. I'm taking the better option every single time. Like yeah. I think the next place I fly to, I'm flying Alaska. Yeah, cause I think yeah, cause uh, yeah, you were the one I was telling you, um, when I went for that work trip uh, this year. That was my first time not uh, flying Southwest because my dad always buys Southwest tickets. Uh, mm. Was when I, when I uh, flew American. I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. I told you, it's way better. <laughs> American is way better. Top notch. The Wi-Fi is incredible. You know, South. This I know Southwest was trash. If you, uh, for those who don't know, I like staying connected to my family, um, especially during a certain time in my life, to make sure that everything was going okay at home. So I always sprung for the Wi-Fi. It's eight dollars. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going too far. It's not like I was going to like I don't know, Kazakhstan or nothing like that. But I always wanted to stay connected with my family. So what I would do, you know, I pay for it. And I'm, I message, I'm on social, whatever what have you, to make sure I'm connected. The one day I truly needed Wi-Fi, it didn't work the whole flight. Oh. The one day I needed it. You was like, every other time, it's just some casual leisure stuff. Yeah, it might, it might, it might uh, lag a little bit, but it never just completely stopped. Yeah. But they ain't my money back on it. They gave my money back. I don't know how they knew that it didn't work, but they refunded me. They gave my $8 back. So, I don't know. Southwest scared of me, I think. They like, nah, don't mess with that guy. That guy. <laughs> He's going to own the airlines. I said, boy, I'll give myself a fly for free voucher for the rest of my life. I'll be the only one on the plane. <laughs> but, now this is the thing that made me mad. Was they took all those people's luggage to LAX, and not one person was on them planes. Yeah, that that would have pit. I've had that. Like they tried to do that to me before. Oh, sir, we could fly your luggage there, but you're gonna have to, you know, you don't have to wait a couple yeah. day hours or a day. I said, you want me to leave my stuff? Yeah, I remember I had that happen one time. I'm like, nah, mm-mm, we. Mm-mm. I don't trust this. Man, that's why I uh-uh. that's why I tell everybody. It's already literally world. doing it in the first place, just having to exactly. put, it on the, put it on the plane. Let me tell you something. I've told this to people many a times. I don't care if I'm leaving for a week or a weekend. I will take a week worth of sweats just so I ain't gotta uh check my bag. Or I'll buy clothes while I'm near. So I ain't gotta check my bag. Listen, I will never check my bag anywhere. You want to know why? Because of a situation like, I'm afraid a situation like that may happen. Or they may lose it. And usually, and I'm not, and I'm not, again, look, don't hate the player, hate the game. It'd be some nice things in my bags. So, no, I'm not going to let you touch my bag. <laughs> he said, no. Because I hear about too many people getting their, like, you know, certain things, stolen shoes, whatever out of their luggage. Man, you ain't doing that to me because I'm going to have my stuff on me the whole flight. So, nah. I wouldn't play. Nah, there's some things you just can't trust, man. If I'm going to do it to, to me one, one time, 
because it was some kind of flight uh once and they're like they're like oh we can get you on our uh our earlier flight it's just that um your bags are already checked in and already scheduled to go on like the no well then nah i'm gonna stay on the same flight that my bags are supposed to be be on i, I don't care That's if you, right. you do got something where i can get on a little bit earlier nope if th- that means that my bags is not on the same plane with me Mm-mm. nope might as well hey. <laughs> Nope, I, I will wait with my bags. <laughs> That's why I am not a check in. I am not a check luggage guy at all. I refuse to be one. Yeah, nope, uh-uh, not at all. Um, also, I guess you know, for 2020, besides you know, traveling with the, the Mavericks, any special spots you got any ideas, plans for 2023 to travel to? My family is really adamant about me getting my passport. Because they're like, he's the only, I think he's the only one that doesn't have one. I said, eh. I said, you want to know the truth why I don't have a passport? And this is for everybody. I like, hey, if you are an Instagram person that loves to show that you're on a tropical island and are you here, there, everywhere else, hey, like I said, don't hate the player, hate the game. I'm not hating on you, but it's just never been my thing to go somewhere just to show other people. That's never been my thing. So it's never really been a like a priority. I'm like, if I go somewhere, it's for family, it's for yeah. business. I'm not going somewhere just to post pictures. I travel mostly, well not mostly, yeah. I travel mostly alone anyway. You're not gonna see it. <laughs> oh man, where you at, man? I'm in Belgium right now. How do you know? How, how, how like how, you didn't post anything? How do we know? Uh, trust me, I'm here. <laughs> and then that's the end. Of, that's gonna be the end of that uh, whole yeah. trip until I get back. That's just the way. That's just the way I am. But yeah, definitely getting my passport and just um, travel to see my friends who don't live here, obviously, in foreign countries. I just want to go see those guys. But yeah, you're not gonna see me. In- Flexing nowhere. <laughs> yeah, we we going international, but eh, you ain't gonna see no flexing of those things. And so that's what it you know it is what it is with that. Okay. But yeah, I definitely want to travel more. I love traveling. I love exploring new things, meeting new people. It's just fun to me. So yeah, definitely more traveling. Um, I have, uh, as people have been inconsiderately telling me, you now have the time, you now have the, the leisure to do so. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking, well, I can just see you doing like the post where like you, it's like the, the one picture that shows where you at and you like, Put some music behind, but but you put music behind where like you got to be listening to the bars or I don't know like yeah I don't know, like a you went to Greece and you played the Santorini Greece yeah <laughs> song in, in the photo or something and that's all that would be one photo and I would already be home yeah like, oh yeah that was like two weeks ago <laughs> I would never I never post when I'm there um like the last Instagram post I posted. And shout out to the um, the Museum of Contemporary Art in Chicago, one of my favorite museums I've been to by far recently. They reposted my um, 
picture that I took while I was there a few weeks ago nice. on their actual um, Instagram, Instagram account. Still, so like I said, more museums. That's another. That's another reason I like traveling. I love going to museums. Um, I tell people all the time. I say. People want to live luxury. People want to live this this sophisticated life, and I'm like, you don't read, you you don't appreciate art. You you, you popping bottles, they ain't luxury. Yeah, going to Gucci store and not buying nothing ain't luxury. <laughs> going to Gucci store and not buying. Nothing. It's not. You showing you in there, you flexing. Yeah. If I'm somewhere, boy, you gonna see like, I might go to the zoo. I might go to the museum. I might go to a part of the place where the locals are to see what their culture is. When I go places, I'm trying to learn something. So, cause that's the thing about life, forever a student, because we're learning something. At the end, of, when the end of your life comes, you have to, you, you, your last thought might be anything. It might be, man, I wish I had some chicken nuggets. I don't know. But for me, it's always gonna be, what did you learn? What did, what can I take from this? Did I do everything I needed to do? Was I there for my family? Was I there for those close to me? Will they remember me? Have I impacted them? Those are things that go through my mind, probably on a daily basis. A lot of people don't think like that. It's all about me, 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 me. I don't think like that. It's always been, I've always been a selfless person. I wish I was selfish. I really do. That's one of the things about me. I may change 2023. I might be a little bit more selfish. I might. I need to stop thinking about other people. <laughs> I need to stop being as... Uh, look, look, I've given a lot of olive branches to people I shouldn't have. Let's just put it like that. So, yeah. But no, nah, definitely with the traveling. It's just gonna it's gonna be an enriching experience wherever I go. Oh yeah, for sure. sure. I know you're gonna find all the spots to, to hit up and all that. Uh yeah. Oh, but the United States, I'm not even done yet, but during the summer when everything gets is bad, it's not it's never for me, like I said, we're gonna talk about this later. It's never gonna be normal. My life's never just I once I when I explain this to you guys, it's just never gonna be normal for me, but when things kind of calm down when I'm mentally able to enjoy things a little bit better yeah um, I'm gonna stop my US tour and go other places once I have that passport in my hand because like I said I just think there's so many things I do know but there's so many things that I don't and I want to go find those answers I think they're out there. That's like the that's that's one of them segments. Like, hey, gotta make sure you highlight that little thirty second clip. That's a quote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was like. I was like, that's I was definitely like, a, I was like, that's like putting end it right there. <laughs> take that. Take now. That's something you can take to the bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's B.A., Black IRS, a.k.a. Black Wall Street in the building. Yo, it's J-Mo. Let me book the territory's residential white guy. Yeah, our Caucasian correspondent. This is E-Ray, the quasi-bad guy, the Diet Coke of evil, Peen Malenko. Uh, you know, of course, 
the American cream, Brody Loads. And I am your pod guy, your pod tribal chief, the boy A-Dub in the building. And this is Let Me Book the Territory, the greatest four-man wrestling podcast known to mankind. Absolutely. And you can catch us now on Inaudible Ruckus Presents. And we'll be here every Friday, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're ready for it, to sweep me when you see me and let the madness run wild. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, speaking of quotables and, and, and things like that, uh I figured, you know, we can talk about music next. Um so first off, I was gonna uh, I'll, I'll go easy. Uh I recently heard on uh was it yeah, it was an episode of, of of the JBP. Uh they were discussing what about if Cause you know, Wiz said he wanted to have a versus battle against Wayne. They were like, "Yeah." They're like, "What?" They're like, Let, "Let's see. What about a Buster versus Wayne versus battle?" So I figured that'd be a, a good question to ask you. In a Buster versus Wayne battle, who do you think would win, and how, how bad would you think? Because uh, they went through. Uh, everybody chose Buster except for Joe. Joe's the only one who said. Wayne, because he yeah. always has to choose the opposite of what everybody else says. Uh, he has yeah. to make it. Up. He has then, to make an yeah, uneven and, argument somehow. And then they they just went into like location will also make a, a, a difference as well. The, the way they said as well as the audience that's going to um, be there. Also, it's an arrogance thing for him because he probably thinks he's better than Buster Rhymes, but he ain't. Um, <laughs> That's probably why he probably like, oh, I ain't better than Wayne, but I know I'm better than Buster because uh, Joey thinks he's um, like, I, you know, I love to call him a lyrical miracle. Yeah. You think he, <laughs> I've seen, look, he can spit, but I was like, you ain't no lyrical miracle, buddy. But um, for me, it would be Buster. I mean, I hate to break a lot of people's hearts. I love Wayne. I'm from the South. Of course I love Wayne. But when we talk about the years put in, we're going from tribe um, to now. Mm-hmm. It ain't fair to Wayne. Um, man, that one Janet Jackson song is going, man, he won right there. <laughs> and because uh, he won and, right there. And for me, I was even there. I'm like, uh, and even one of the songs, the, the Chris Brown joint that like they have together. We only really care about Buster's verse on, on that song because he was spitting. It's not it's, fair to it's, Wayne. It's, it's like you forget, like oh shit, this song actually featured. There's so what? many rar rar like a dungeon dragon. Yeah, he was the first person to say that. Wasn't Nikki man? Like y'all look look the people who don't Wayne. I, I don't say it like this. The ones that aren't cultured. Are going to the same way. The ones that are are like, nah, it's busted easy. Like I said, I'm thinking about that one song. What's it gonna be with Janet? And I'm just like, that would kill him right there. Past the Cavassier. Mm-hmm. It was like he's like, then I have a song with Mariah Carey also. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's not fair to him to even put himself in that category. Um, I don't think Wayne. I think even Wayne would be like, nah. 
Matter of fact, Wayne just turned pro in skateboarding. That, that's more important to him right now. You know? <laughs> Watch me do a trick. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what he's on right now. If he start bring, if he bring Q-tip out or something like that, I'm just going to be sitting there like, only people going to think Wayne won is against people down here. And, and people who were not around like under during 30. the 90s. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like 30 you're, and you're under. Like, man, Wayne won, bro. What, what, what is did, this? He <laughs> did lollipop. He brought Drake out. <laughs> I'm like, nah, bro. Y'all just got a hip-hop lesson. It's just like when Jada Kid. Boy, you can't get nobody to talk about when Jada Kid was spitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get nobody to talk about that. I'm like, us hip-hop heads, we're like, we loved it. Mm-hmm. That's, what we, that's what we miss right there. So yeah, the kids gonna say Wayne won. We all gonna be sitting around like busting one that flawless victory, <laughs> right? It's like, don't plus, let them find a way to bring Janet out there. Like I said, right? <laughs> Even if you gotta pull her, pull her up on the uh, on the on the big screen, like hey, <laughs> she's zooming in right now <laughs> from Dubai, Pharrell, like Pharrell, Diddy, um, and. You can put some recent songs, Ross with Ross and mm-hmm. stuff. It look, it's just not fair to Wayne. Yeah, it's not fair to Wayne. It wouldn't be fair to Wayne. He, he the year, the longevity that Buster has, it, it just ain't fair to him. Uh song with Mariah Carey. Come on, bro. Mm-hmm. You not messing Wayne. Not messing with Buster. You not messing with Buster. Buster. He's just not. I like I said, I'm I'm going off the top of my head. I'm not even like looking through his discography. I'm just like, bro, I can tell you some songs right now that would shut everything he doing down. Yeah, it was like you can think of it easily ten off rip, just like yo. And I'm like, these mm-hmm. songs right here, I'm like, he put this on his playlist. He's absolutely going around now like Wayne. That's not fair. That's not fair. He got years on. Him. Especially with versus and now having that that uh, probably says that concert aspect is like yo, him and Split Star are the greatest live audience concert like duo. That's, that's gonna hurt look. Wayne too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's one thing everyone I'm in hip hop says. They be like, yo, if you ain't been to a Buster concert, you you ain't been to a. <laughs> he gonna bring on Split Star. He gonna be spitting it. He gonna be going back, man. Man, it's whack. I know. Some, look, some kid. Cause I'm gonna call with that. Some kid gonna say, man, it's lame, bro. Lame as hell, bro. Man, I like. It. But Wayne, he was jumping up and down and shit. Yeah, bro. Swung his dress. He, he was doing this. And then one of one's dress fell off. Blue cross stage, and I thought that was pretty dope. I like those flies here, bro. Mm. I was like, okay. Yeah, he stood. There, you just stood there and rapped while two girls and uh in the ass just shoot. That was that shit. That was nigga. Split star was hanging up from the ceiling and still rapping. You talking about still uh, and two still asses? I gave him his like his credit. Like I said, put your hands where my eyes can see. Give me some more, man. Woo ha! Once you do that, I'm, I'm like, come on, y'all. The man won. I'm like, it's only been 20 minutes. This man won. So it's look, 
he should like do touch and just bring the remix like Mary J. Blige. Like I said, it, it's a lot of people Mary J. Blige and them out. Like I said, it, it's it's not fair. The man got a song with Stevie Wonder. It's not it is not fair to him. It's and just Buster, not. And Buster be like, "This is just a throwaway song. Don't, I, I don't even care what you play this round. I'm just got. I just got to bring up my Stevie Wonder, like that they only played on Hot 97. You like they only played this on Hot 97, bro? Man, man, yeah, like you just gonna look crazy. You're gonna look crazy. Like and Wayne would probably be like, "No, nah, I ain't gonna do that because Buster will, will watch me. That's not fair to me. Mm-hmm. Only person I would think." Um, Wayne got a chance like I said young folks people down here and his daughter and I would be sitting there like that's not a convincing group, group to me that <laughs> 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 this man put on a hip hop clinic so now nah, I just think that like I said Joe uh, uh, Joe said that pretty much saying that he's better than Buster Rhymes in his mind in his mind but he can't beat Wayne he did that from a selfish perspective. He didn't do that because it's true. He did it because he was selfishly trying to say that he was better than Bustle Bus and he is not. So that's the end of that conversation right there. <laughs> that Bustle Bustle Washington Wayne easily. Right. Yeah, that's what. But uh we'll see before we get to the the other big let's 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 switch from Music to some of your, your your favorites from TV and movie that you you could think of in any uh, top five, top ten like shows and movies that you would recommend. No, I'm not a big T. I think I watched House of Dragons. That's it. <laughs> I, I'm not a big TV person. I'm just not. I'm not a big TV person. You know me if, it, if it's sports. And like my TV is on for background. Like I will, I, I play '90s sitcoms in the, the background. Like I'm not really watching the TV. Yeah. So when it comes to television, um, I started watching a little bit of Yellowstone. Uh, that's yeah, decent. I, yeah, I didn't watch any of that. Um, I go if you recommend a show, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, like I just started Atlanta like a couple weeks ago. I'm just now getting to season. Four. Yeah, I finished Atlanta. Yeah, I finished Atlanta. You know, um, of course, because me and my brother watched that together. Um, that mm, I need to watch Abbott Elementary. I'm, Abbott I'm Elementary. One, oh, okay. I'm one episode in. Okay, on okay, that. okay, yeah. I'm uh, this season. I've kind of fell off. So, I mean, it's still an excellent show. It's just that life happened and I got really really busy yeah um so I haven't had the time to watch but I'm gonna catch up very soon um the last thing I watched and that's because I was having family time with my mom with moms my mother was the best man final chapters oh yeah I started uh the first episode uh earlier today Cause I didn't know all the episodes were out. I was like, "Oh, snaps!" Yeah, it's all eight episodes. Um, it was a good way to to end and tie everything together. It was a very good way to end it. Um, <laughs> they made me laugh because <laughs> uh, they showed when Morris Chestnut was crying. Mm-hmm. 
And I was trying not to laugh with that. I was laughing. I was laughing. <laughs> it made me laugh. It made me laugh. I was like, it was sad that the casket was lowering, but it was hilarious. Like, he was crying, bro. It was crack. It cracks me up. It tickled me. No offense to you, Morris, man. I done seen you get shot and you crying ugly. It's it's been two situations where I just be like, dang, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't supposed to be laughing at this, but dang. <laughs> why you why you, Morris? That's how I feel. Bro. I'm like, why is it always you? Why is it always you? Why are you in these situations where sadness ensues? <laughs> but um, yeah, other than that, uh, other than that, it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. I um, no spoilers here, but it touched on like a lot of topics, and that's why I enjoyed it. Because I mean, the one thing I always liked about the Best Man, uh, Best Man Holiday, mm-hmm. I gotta say it was too. Um, the Best Man always gave you the um the visual of like an, another type of black experience. Yeah. Cause everybody was successful, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody had something. And if they were moving in one way, they were like, oh man, how can, what else can I do to fulfill myself? Mm-hmm. And that's something I think that not just black people, but all people should do. Find something to make you feel good. Something that makes you happy. So yeah. It always <laughs> hit that. It always hit that mark on like fulfilling your, yeah, your own personal dreams. So yeah, they did it. On, they did it in this one too. Yeah, a lot of acceptance in this. <laughs> a lot yeah. of things that have to be accepted in this. Like I said, that's the reason I like the best. Man, it's realistic. It's how black folks should be acting. That's pretty much how <laughs> I felt about the first, the the mo- the two movies, and then this. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I was thinking, cause I'm, I'm on like ten minutes in, into it. Uh, I starts off asking the old girl, I'm like, yeah, so he's getting married. How do you feel? Oh yeah, I'm good. Well, oh Shelby, you want to go back? Shelby was crazy, boy. <laughs> when they showed up, Shelby went lost her mind, man. I was like, everywhere she wanted to yell and scream, she was, she looked like, damn it, another camera. Shit, another camera. Look, I'm gonna say this right now. Still, all love him. Melissa De Sosa, Nia Long, Sanaa Lathan, Golly, Regina, Regina Hall. Oh my God! How? That's all I got for them. How? How? How are all y'all still fine? That don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. They beautiful, gorgeous. I'm sorry for calling y'all fine because y'all 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 old y'all older women, but you're beautiful women. So you're gorgeous, gorgeous women. How are you still gorgeous? Oh my god, that's the only thing I kept thinking the whole time. And then they had the nerve to put in the Ari Park. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, hold on, wait, my man is engaged in. The, I was like, y'all had it in the Ari Park. I was like. I was like I said, all these beautiful women in this cat. They said, it was like that LeBron mean, you know what? We got two more for y'all. I was like, come on, <laughs> bro. <laughs> come on, man. This ain't fair to me, bro. I was 
nothing but just pain. It was yeah, but no, back to it. That was probably the last thing I watched, and that's cause moms, you know, me and her were talking, you know, everything going on. Yeah. We just sat down and had a day we just watched and we just watched, we just binged it. And gave us a chance, you know. I don't even drink like that, but I was pulling up that day and we just sitting there watching laughing and stuff like that. So Yeah. Yeah. But I like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, you know. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm trying to think of something else, man. I, I may have watched this year. What, what, what about the Marvel? Any, 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 any Marvel? Because everybody, y'all know. Yeah, the, I watched all of them. The subject of Marvel comes up with, with shot. I watched you know, all of them. Yeah, I watched I was Mr. Face. I was definitely Mr. Face foe. Yeah. Let's just point out, out of the shows in the movie, give us, I guess, two that you thought were like the best, the best of everything you saw from this this year. You want me to lie? Oh, n- 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 no, we, we want the truth. That's it what was, I said too. I was like, it, it was, it was no? look, everything was decent the whole time. If it wasn't, look, they hit us with Loki and they just said, mm, they start going down. It was like it was like Loki and WandaVision. And I was like, okay, that's nice. Yeah, like, everything yeah, else. Everything else was like it was just there. No, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel was good to me. Everybody else didn't like it. I don't know why. Oh, see, I, I, I liked it. And I looked at everybody like this. Good that's teenage. the story. I don't know what else y'all want. Like that. That's the story. But I mean, it's only to like I think I've said it on our um, previous show um it's just a bridge a catalyst if you will to get you to the marvels movie yeah that's all it is mm-hmm. but it was cool to be able to tell that story i mean the youngest person in the marvel universe at that point was like who shuri and spider-man was like come on bro right. more than them a <laughs> whole bunch mm-hmm. of young folks in there so yeah it was cool seeing that representation and seeing the muslim re- representation as well Oh yeah, for sure. So um, you know, but like, you know, you had been Wakanda forever. I'm, I'm gonna back up. He said, oh, he said, okay. I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say. Enjoy. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it, and that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> it was a movie. Oh yeah, in, in Africa. Uh, yeah, we'll talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, about that. I was, I was like, <laughs> um, uh, I have but, so look. That will waste this. That will waste the tape. I don't. Mm-mm. That will waste the tape, boy. I, let me tell you about what God about. <laughs> I, look, I'd have to pour me a stiff drink for that. I'm like, let me tell you what I didn't like about this movie. <laughs> what bothered me? It's a little bit harder than this water, right? <laughs> I said, like, I'm drinking this water right now. I said, like, I'm gonna pour, look. I got some clear eye. I'm gonna live. I was like, just just line up some shots. Let me tell you about this movie. Here. Oh, that's all right. Um, that's why I think Ryan Coogler should get yelled at real quick. Oh, okay. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. Let's, let's let's go to how about some? Uh, everybody knows you you're a big um avid reader. Uh, you got any um good reads that you had from 2022? You want to my books like especially traveling recently. 
Um, shit, you about to. The last book I read was Neil deGrasse Tyson's Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. I swear to God, that was the last book I read. <laughs> Astrophysics for, for People in a Hurry. It was good. Um, it was, well, I like I like things like that. Um, if you know, um, like some of my friends, especially um, my friend Dag. She's like, nah, he likes stuff like he actually likes science and looks like learning about these things and stuff like that. I actually enjoy it. Um, again, you ain't got to go to school. For, you can go to school for it. I mean, it's cool to have a degree in it, but yeah. education is free if you know the right people. Um, <laughs> or you know what books to read. Um, another another book I read was everybody asked me about Will. Will was an excellent read. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I also read The Spook Who Sat By The Door Again. I read that this year. Over. Um, There was a book that my friend Kelly suggested called The Spiritual Man. I read Hmm. that. Okay. Uh, So, we can go through this. I'm going through the list right now. I'm like, eh. The Hero With A Thousand Faces. Uh, I read Jeanette McCurdy's book. I'm glad my mom died. That was pretty good. Oh yeah. Um, somebody was me, I can't remember. Who, somebody was telling me to check yeah. out that that Red Table um, episode with Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, nah, she cool. went through a lot of. Uh, I'm not gonna say because it's like trigger warning words, but yeah, she went through a lot just for to be on Nickelodeon and to be on television. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. They're like, that's one you you gotta check out. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah this is funny because the only other thing I remember her off of salmon, out of side of salmon cat, and uh, I Carly, yeah, she was on a random episode of Lincoln Heights. Speaking of Chadwick, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was on a random episode of Lincoln Heights. I was like, man, that's a uh, Sam bucket right there, <laughs> hanging out um in the middle of the hood. Yeah, that's where they were. That's where he moved. The Sutton family lived. They lived in the hood. But anyway, mm-hmm. and the last, uh, one of the other books I read was UOU. Uh, for everybody who doesn't know, Eric Thomas, uh, E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Oh, and, God. Um, Chris Paul. Uh, the next book I'm going to read is A Visible Man. Uh, I saw Serena... Like she showed on her Instagram story, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna go, go read that. She was a good book. So, right. She the goat, so I'm gonna take her. Yeah, yeah it was like uh, the goat suggested. Yeah, yeah, she said good book, so I'm gonna check that out too. I, I know one goat. You know, we can't take the uh, book suggestions from, but no, because yeah. uh, that fool only reads one page. Yeah, like man, <laughs> like it was funny in the presser when he said, "I knew it was gonna be the one legged fadeaway." I was like. LeBron, you didn't know that. Unless you was a sculptor, bro. Unless you were with Dirk and his wife when they was planning this out. He's like, I knew. I knew it was going to be that one legged thing. Yeah, I saw that on uh, Twitter, too. Somebody, they were like, yep, there go LeBron lying again. <laughs> Somebody, he knew what the Boy, Dirk statue was going to I would have stood up. T- when I tell you I'm going to stand up. Boy, I would have walked out. That's why I'm glad I didn't stay for the Lakers presser. I would have definitely, like, you would have heard the door, like, if somebody get up and the door closed. they like, dang, who left? 
Like I did, fool. Cause he started lying again. I knew it was gonna be one legged fade. What else? What else, man? What else we gonna be? Right. But like I said, I'm not gonna ever take anything away from LeBron James in terms of basketball skills and um what he's done for players. So, but other than that, when he said I knew, I threw up my hands when he said he knew it was gonna be a one leg fade. Um, I know I talked about it earlier, but that was a beautiful ceremony. That was just a, like all the people were there. They had us media spread it around and on the risers and things like that. I have a lot of videos and pictures from that day. Um, I got to compile them and uh, drop that very very soon. So yeah, um, but yeah, LeBron knew. <laughs> LeBron knew. Yeah, he knew. <laughs> he was right there with the sculptor. Man, I think you should make it one leg fade away. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah, that's what How I was like. How did you get in here? I'm LeBron James. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, oh, man. I was he like, lying. <laughs> he loved a lot, boy. Yeah, he going for 70. And then when he got 70, I said, man, he's going to get 80. <laughs> I was like, well, you be lying. <laughs> I hate that line, man. Anyway, now I'm playing. I love, I love Like I said, I think that's one of the things I can't wait for them to come back. Um, I think they come back in February or March. Yeah, I'm gonna, I might stay for post. And you know, try to talk, try to either ask a question, or just talk to LeBron. I believe that'll be post All Star. Oh yeah. So you know, he's he's been doing this for 20 years. So I definitely want to see his perspective on his. 20 year um, career. I definitely want to ask him that question. I know some op is going to, who does media is going to listen to this and try to steal that question. They're going to try to talk over me. I'm going to make sure I'm the first one. Hey, hey, I'm going to make sure I'm the first one. So you can't take my question. But no, nah, you seeing him at 37, I think he's about to turn 38. In a few, if not this week, I think I think his birthday. I think today's twenty. I think today is his yeah, birthday. 20. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I know him. Today. Yeah, because one of my cousins so, out. They got the same same birthday. So see to see him at that le- at this level. That's really why I picked the song that I picked. Uh, Reminisce off of King's Disease it was because it just it fit him. Perfectly. I mean, he's still. I'm mean, like he's still doing his thing. He still can drive to the lane. Um, he's still performing at high level. I make fun of his run because he run like he bigger than he is. But yeah, it's it's just incredible to see LeBron James still play at such a high level. I think he's averaging 25. Still, he's about to beat Kareem's record. It's mm-hmm. like it's just phenomenal. It's just phenomenal seeing him play for as long as he has and yeah like I had to stop uh, I necessarily didn't hate him I just never understood why people were giving him accolades before he actually beat them yeah I was like man he ain't got six rings he, don't, he, he probably gonna end his career without six rings why are you putting him up there with Jordan in terms of championships and MVPs and all this stuff I'm like let the man build his own legacy but he said it one day, and I'm glad he did, that he's not MJ, he's LJ. So, 
you know, that's pretty much how I've seen it. Because I've seen some goats. I've seen some phenomenal players. Uh, Lionel Messi, uh, Jordan back in the day, Dirk Nowitzki, his whole career. Um, Kobe, of course. I've seen some incredible players. Some up close, some on my television screen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, LeBron's up there. Sure. I just need him to stop lying. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you know what that statue gonna look like. We didn't. I didn't know what that statue was gonna look like. <laughs> right. Nobody knew, but but Dirk, that sculptor, and his wife. That's the only people that knew. Nobody knew. Right. And the people that put it together, the people that put it over there. Right. That's what I was like. I was like this guy, LeBron. But uh, you know. From you know one goat life to you know post music to you know you yourself another goat you know with music you know all that um well uh, let's uh, go through some of the them, 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 uh top albums you got uh, you can give me like five to ten or what, 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 what's I'll been like some real top albums um a German artist like I said Nas's King's Disease three mm. is definitely up there for me. Um, Eliza's A Sky Without Stars that came out in September. App Souls album, which I waited like 100 years for. Um, I enjoyed that. Um, Santa Gold's album, Spirituals, I enjoyed that. Those both came, uh, both the last two albums, I said, came out in September. Um, man, it was a lot of music that came out this year. I'm trying to think of some more. Um, <laughs> Oh, the Alchemist sandwich, of course. Oh yeah, that, that, that just came over like last week or something like that. Yes. So, you know, um, and who else came out? There's so much music that came out this year to the point I'm like, I don't know, but those are just the ones off the top of my head because I probably recently listened to them. Yeah. But like I said, the German artist HT, I'm trying to see. What is the name of her? Let me see. What was the name of it? Oh, yeah. ASEX 2000. It was an EP she dropped in November. I enjoyed that. Um, my man, I believe, dropped something. Yeah, Bad Bunny dropped something yeah, earlier in the Bunny. year. So yeah, I can go. I can go on all day about music I listen to because if there's if there's one thing I'm doing, then I'm doing the other. If I'm not listening to music, I'm probably reading or listening to a book. Yeah, those are the only two things I like to do is listen to music and listen to a book or read a book. That's only that's what I like to do. I like to keep my mind stimulated, you know, in those ways. So, yeah, I can go on about albums. Those are just a few of the albums. Like I said, they're all over the place. Uh, like I said, Absol is one of the few hip-hop albums I actually listened to this year. Because I was trying to wean myself. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I knew. Like, you, I'm like, hey, I, I, was like, I know Shaw's uh, top albums is going to be, like, super eclectic. Uh, oh, my man, Blast, before you go. It came out this year. 
But Blast, Blast literally makes music that reminds me that I already know the woman that is gonna bear my children is gonna be from California. <laughs> 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 he makes he makes that type of I'm like, man. Every time I listen to him, I'm like, dang, I know she gonna be from Crenshaw. I know she is. I know, oh, I know she, she finna be from Oakland. I know she I know. I'ma show up to Richmond. I'm or Berkeley and be like, girl, you know what time it is. Come on. We'll take you out to eat tonight. Come on. We're gonna, we gonna have some conversations we normally don't have. Woo! I almost forgot that came out this year before you go came out this year. I almost forgot. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty much like I said, RB. Um, international music, you know, world quote unquote world music. Music and all that stuff like that. That's what let's do this year. I tried, like I said, if it was hip hop, that's how I feel about it. Like, mm. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, oh, before the hive come and get me. Yes, Beyonce's album as well. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it was. It was. It was cool. I was like, I mentioned it now. I got the. I got the vinyl. I ain't opened it yet, but I got it. Okay, it was dope. It was. She did a thing. She she a go to, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was pretty much it. But now, uh, definitely, like I said, when it comes to hip hop, I'm like, man, Absol and Kings Disease Three. Those are like the top hip hop albums I listen to. I can't tell you the other ones. They, oh excuse me, it's probably some other hip hop albums that came out this year. I can't tell you what they are. <laughs> I can't tell you. So, yeah. Yeah. It ain't been like super amazing this year. So, it's, you know, it's, it's had its uh, peaks and valleys in hip hop. <clears throat> I swear. <laughs> Everybody been dropping singles. It felt like maybe I'm tripping on like that too. I would hear a song. I'm like, man, did they drop an album? Nah, they did three songs. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing too, right? Because <laughs> uh, I ain't gonna lie, I was I was ready for it, but it was it when Nicki was dropping them singles? I was like, oh, just just suck. Uh, I, I figured we would get a, a shot review of a Nicki Minaj album. I was like, nope, she just dropped a couple singles and yeah, she dip. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like Bronson drops. Like I didn't realize that Coco Drillo uh, Turbo was this year, and I went to the man's concert. Oh yeah, action bronze. Yeah, that was this year. That was good. It was good. But like I said, it's a lot of. I can keep going when it comes to albums. Uh, but yeah, shout out to bronze. Shout out to bronze for sure. What up, y'all? You already know what it is. It's your boy Smiles. You tune into the Inaudible Ruckus podcast. Check out my show. Every week, the music impulse inside of the Inaudiverse. You know, that's me interviewing artists, producers other podcasters friends family who knows you never know i might have a producer that you know may have you know done beats for an artist that you know may or may not have been shot in the foot hey it's your boy smiles tune to my show i'm out all right um to kind of you know switch gears um get to the the over i guess uh arching theme that we've been alluding to the the whole episode um you know, you, you took a, a loss in, you, in your life recently, uh, a, a very huge impact on your life. Um, 
if you want to you know get into that and um everything yeah i've been alluding to it throughout this whole episode but i'll start from the beginning my grandma's nurse came she wasn't like swallowing or doing anything like that so she said i think she should go to the hospital she may be dehydrated or something so um you know i called my mom and took her to the hospital because she was like oh you don't even have to uh use the ambulance so okay so it was just patiently it's kind of deja vu because last december she was in the hospital the whole time um up until new year's day so you know she had only like through this she had only been in the hospital twice other than that my grandma was well taken care of by myself so yeah we get there they're doing all these tests and all these things and uh yeah i tried to cancel my flight i couldn't so i had to go to new york with this on my mind and they finally, uh, while I was in New York, they finally told us, yeah, this, that she's, um, you know, she's dying. So I'm in the hotel room bawling. I'm FaceTiming like probably every hour um, just to talk to her. You know, my, my mom and my aunts were like, she's listening. And, uh, Yeah, so all of that was going on. I um, I get back, <sighs> get back. She comes home, but they tell us uh, she's gonna be on hospice for the next, you know, couple days. They gave us two days. They said two days she's gone. It turned into ten. So through 10 days, it was just us changing me. Well, not us, but the nurse and the hospice nurse and everything doing what they could and all that to make sure she was comfortable. And um, it was, uh, ooh, wow. It was November 8th, about 1.27. I'll never forget it as long as I live. You know, they had, they had gave her, they had given her the morphine, you know, to make sure everything was okay. So prior to that, I was just talking to her and I tell everybody, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not, I'm not going to tell, but a few people, the scenario in which I painted for her before she left. But I told her that. And I thanked her one more time. I told her I love her so much. And that was it. And uh got up, you know, I told my mom, I said, hey, call the hospice nurse. It's time. It's, it, it happened. She's like, what? And I said, trust me, it happened. And uh she was hysterical. I couldn't 
help us smile because man, man what a ride we had for 32 years it, it was amazing having someone that had my back like that I you know my, my closest friends to me now they kind of feel offended but they understand he's just grieving I said I've had nobody have my back like that since probably never will it's okay but um, I think the longest thing through all of this was, uh, you know, going back and forth, still traveling and doing, you know, going to the arena, uh, going to Chicago, going to Houston. I mean, it's been a long month. It, it truly has. I'm finally not like to the, oh, I'm like doing all that. But man, 90 years. And we got to spend a third of that together. Yeah, so that's what I've been dealing with. I lost my best friend. <laughs> Pretty much how it goes, how it went to the end of year. I lost somebody so special to me. But, you know. It's a part. It's a part of life, unfortunately. So, yeah. But uh, me and Gladys, I tell, I, I used to joke with people. I'm like Magic and Kareem, Shaq and Penny, Jordan and Pippen. I said we was right up there with them in terms of greatest duos of all. Time. <laughs> it was right up there. But um. Yeah, we, we was definitely Phil Jackson and Kobe and Costamato and Mike Tyson. We definitely were. We was up there. Co- coach, <laughs> coach and athlete. That's how it was. I was like, she, she taught me so much I didn't think I needed to know. And uh, I taught her as much as I could. Um, People talking about soft errors. I think me and my <laughs> grandma's ride with this Alzheimer's dementia. I think that was our soft error. <laughs> that was our soft error right there. Wasn't romantic at all. It was more we finally felt we didn't have to fight anymore. I don't I don't mean each other. I meant like it was very everything was calm in my life during that time. People knew. He would travel, he would do this podcast or whatever, and he would just go home. Being with her was more important than trying to socialize with temporary people. It just was. Um, Then the hardest part was waiting on the service. Because that was like three weeks preparing everything and stuff like that. I'm, I'm happy that my close friends were able to attend um, be there for me. Like me, I think me and my mom alone filled up that church. The people knew that he, that uh, I loved her that much. I didn't want them to be there for me. Um, my best friend was a pallbearer as, long, as well as my uh, cousins. And my brother. And that was a beautiful service. 
I unfortunately had a sore throat, so I kept what I said to a minimum. I had a whole speech. <laughs> but I couldn't speak that day. I'm kind of glad I did. I probably would have broke down right there, but... Yeah. It was it was fitting of her. Um, service was definitely fitting of her. Because she made a way out of no way. I've been doing that. Now, people wonder, how does he do <laughs> what he does? How does he get in these positions? I said, my grandma taught me that. To make, to make something out of nothing. And I continue to do so. Um, just like, you know, we, for people who haven't noticed, we haven't been recording together. I said, I got to start over again. <laughs> I got to start over again. But... Luckily, I had somebody who taught me that, hey, sometimes you got to start over. Sometimes you got to build anew. Uh, but I'm going to tell you right now, this is the last we ran right here. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> we done after this. So, yeah. I'm on, like I said, I'm on mission, of course. Um, that was the person that knew me better than I knew myself. My soft spot, I, I'm I'm hard as hell towards a lot of people. <laughs> I'll admit that openly, but not her. He, even in my worst days, they knew the person that could calm them down. I was like, Psh. my dog and my grandma. Those are the two things I liked, I loved the most in this world. And I lost both of them this year. <laughs> so it's been hard because I've had nothing to lean on outside of my friends and family, but I've been trying not to really lean on anybody due to the fact everybody got their own lives. Uh, my best friend had a, had a son, so they, you know, they raising him. I see him every week. Uh, if you see me on IG, I post him a lot. That's the coolest little dude, man. But I tell people, my life, has never been for public consumption. That's why a lot of things that were going on you didn't know. Unless I did these episodes. Because what your life should be is, is something of self-fulfillment. You should want to feel whole at the end of your life. Or at the end of the day, matter of fact. Not just at the end of your life, at the end of the day. You should want to go to sleep whole. You shouldn't feel like, oh, I don't have have this, I don't have that. It's what you do have. I mean, you're giving you're giving a chance every time you open your eyes. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to take that. To take those chances. And I've taken a lot of chances. I've lost a lot, but I've gained a lot as well. And it's been it's it's just been a trying month. But I can't wait to talk about how the year transpires from next, from now to then. So, yeah, that's what's been going on. Uh, I no longer have what some people feel was my security blanket in life. I said, yeah, it's just me now. I said, but you know what that means, though? I hate to be you and try to test me now. 
Because now I feel I have nothing to lose. I will pop you in your mouth. <laughs> we, we, I was like, now nah, I ain't got, look, now I don't have the restrictions on me anymore. So it's up to you to try me now. <laughs> I might go spree well on you. I might, I might put my hands on you. So look, look, tread lightly when you come to me. You don't like me, you better like me from 12 feet away. Don't like me up close. I might do something to you. <laughs> I ain't, look, look, I'm out my software now. Now I'm back to the way I was before. So, and you may want to, you know, you know what I'm saying? What, what, did, uh, what did that song say? You better lay low. What's this song say? That's what it said back in the day. So, yeah. It's the only difference now. I didn't, yeah. And no, no more, oh man, what my grandmother think? If I did this, she would be like, whoop, they ass. I'm like, there it is, Granny. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, nah, but like I said, you know, it's it's been an adjustment. Um, I'm sure it's been an adjustment for um, the rest of my family, but for me, um, I don't think everybody realizes the impact it truly had on me. So I've been dealing with that kind of like dolo. But we we gonna get through it. Like I said, I'm not like people know he ain't been smiling, laughing too much. He ain't really been himself, you know. Um, he'll joke around there now and again, but then he'll cut that right off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll stop, and that's because yes, yeah, I'm trying. That's the only thing you can really do is try. You have to at least attempt um, joy. Sometimes like these, and I keep going, but I'll wrap it up like this. I see who was there, and I see who wasn't there. That was the best thing that happened out of this. I'm like, eh. a lot of people said they was riding one riding, like they said they were. But you know, you just gotta. You just gotta take that. Sometimes it's not it's not nothing against them. It's something, but yeah, people don't. I tell you this all the time. People, people don't love you like they say they do. <laughs> put them in that put them in that position where you need them. Put them in, put them in that position where it's like, damn, it's, you, it's me and you now, or it's, it's us now. What's up? You see how they move. I see a lot, a lot of people move. I got a lot of flowers from a lot of people. I got a lot, a lot of condolences from a lot of people. But, you know, other people, they didn't. You know, they ain't checked on me for real, you know. Oh, I'm so sorry to happen to you. I ain't heard from them the whole month. I told everybody, I said, I ain't hitting nobody up to talk to them. I said, you better hit me up, see if I'm okay. I'm not supposed to say, hey, I'm okay. I'm not supposed to call you to see if I'm okay. <laughs> That's not how it works. I'm the one grieving. You you going about your business. <laughs> That's not how it works. I just want you to know that I'm doing fine today. No, you should be calling me and see how I'm doing. But I, like I said, I don't really worry about it. I just more or less sit there, evaluate. I try to met. I try to meditate. I went, you know, I meditate again. Yeah. 
way more than I used to. Now it's not just once in the morning. <laughs> and that's it. I'm like, nah, it's in the morning and at, in the evening. To reflect, being thought, being silence. So it's helped a lot. Because again, I mean, you have to, you have to be in tune with yourself. No matter, it's not just in grief or anything like that. But I mean, you have to be in tune with yourself in life. You have to know what you know. You have everybody can be somebody else when you go to your house, when you go to bed, and when you look in the mirror, it's just you. That's a scary. That, that scares a lot of people. It never scared me. I knew who I was. I knew what I stood for because I had somebody that taught me that you are going to get found out. You fake the funk, you're going to get found out. <laughs> somebody, look, look, it ain't going to be somebody that just, oh, they after me. Because remember, I used to say, people got fake ops. They just know you full of shit. <laughs> That person is in tune with themselves. They know you full of shit. That's why you think that they dives. They just trying to get you to be yourself. Fess up. <laughs> Stop being hard knowing that you can get backhanded. <laughs> Stop that. So, yeah. It's, it's been a journey. It's been a, it's been a race. I mean, I'm not in a race, a marathon. Well, again, condolences to you, your family, and everything during this time. Um, I guess just just kind of just see um, what I guess what what has it taught you for for the year overall, or are you still learning, or you haven't really figured out what you learned through all this for the year, or? Oh no! I ain't. Uh, like I said, this just happened a month ago. Yeah, so, so this like, hasn't yeah. fully processed. Yeah. Um, but if you asking me for next year, like things next year, I mean, it's like I said, I've been insens. It's been insensitive to tell me, oh, you can live your life now, because that was my that that was my life for ten years, mm-hmm. taking care of her and making sure she was okay. Um, but. Yeah, we going back to the yeah, like I got a little too thick. I need to go back to the gym. So I'm gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? More meditation, more health, um, things like that. Um I don't care how flashy I am to some people. You know, look, money ain't the ain't what that is for me. Cause it's cause look, as as fast as you can acquire it, is as fast as you can lose it. So, yeah, I mean, so money gonna come. I hate to tell people, like when they say death and taxes, money is inevitable, straight up. <laughs> money is inevitable, 100%. Uh, unless you just not, tr- I mean, there's some people who can't, and there's just some people who ain't trying. But yeah, that's inevitable. So it's never like, oh, I'm gonna, Try to make sure I'm stack my paper. Nah, that's never one of my year or life goals. Cause I know I'm gonna be alright. Um, but yeah, that's more. That's more like we talked about earlier, like traveling. 
just traveling, meditating, uh, going to the gym a lot more, like I said, and um, definitely reading more, more books. Um, there's something I don't know. going to try to inquire about the knowledge of said thing so I can know what to do in that. Um, going to try to keep this media thing going, not just in print but in audio form if you want to talk about comics movies tv if i've watched it um yeah we can do that you know i'm gonna try to get my one-on-ones going i got a few people lined up not gonna say who they are just know you'll be interested and you'll be surprised by the people that have said yes already (laughs) I'm just trying to give me a list of five to ten people that I know are 100% on board. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. I just want to keep living. And basically, as I always say, invest in myself. Because like, uh, now I'm the sole proprietor in what I like to call the Shaw Miller business. Uh, it's no longer <laughs> me and my grandma. It's just it's me. So now that I am, it's just me and that realm. I'm just going to keep working. Keep working hard. Uh, everybody's like, you can make you can make her proud. I said, I already made her proud. She was proud of me out the womb. <laughs> Gladys loved me right, right from the first second I came into this earth. I said, I didn't have to make her proud. I'd already made her proud just by being. Um, the only people that were disappointed was everybody else who didn't take a chance to know me that well. Um, like I said, I'm just I'm just dropping gems and quotables throughout the thing. But it's something that I tell people all the time. A hater will tell you anything. They want to see if it, they want to see what will knock you off your game. So they'll just keep talking till they see if they can knock you off. What you doing? And I get conv- I get convenient convenient death deafness. <laughs> or if you show me something and I know it's bullshit, I get convenient convenient blindness as well. I'm like, oh man, what's that? Oh, I can't see it. What is that? Is it- oh man, I need to do something different. I, I don't think I don't think you're talking to me there. I think that's somebody else's name. Oh my god, I can't see it. Can you get that out of my face, please? Thank you. So, yeah, like I said, I'm just going to keep being ignorant and know that I'm right. <laughs> and it's going and hopefully, you know, I'll get like a few other people to think that I know what the hell I'm doing and what the hell I'm talking about too. So, yeah. Like I said, I can't, I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Do uh, art six, five. Five. Oh man, December next year. I'm not saying it's gonna be completely different, but it's gonna be some, it's gonna be some, some thoughts for your ass. <laughs> December, December of next year for sure. Um, but one thing that a lot of people hate me saying, but I'm gonna keep saying it is, I just hope I'm here for it. Everybody's getting scared. Like, what you think's gonna happen? I said, you don't. You asked me something, and that's why I'm glad I, I kept thinking as I was talking. You asked me what I learned through this. 
know, people love to say life is unpredictable, but my goodness, you just never know. That's what I learned through this. You just never know. Once, like, once I got approved for that credential, I for the MB, my NBA credential, I did not know that I wouldn't get to enjoy the first year. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, at that moment when I got that approval, I felt as if I had everything in the world. I had her, I had my family, my friends. And then we were just gonna keep moving how we normally move. But unfortunately, the person I want to be on this ride with me the most isn't here. It's cool everybody else is here. I'm like, nah. I said, y'all didn't give a damn like she did. <laughs> That's really what it is for me. You don't give a damn like she did. My grandma, shoot, if I told her I wanted to go, if I wanted to strap on a helmet and go to the moon tonight, she'd be the first one right next to me. <laughs> we going to the moon. <laughs> That's the only thing. It's just me tracking this, this shit alone. Yeah, yeah. But it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be a lot of self. Look, I'm already about self discovery. It's gonna be way more. Or as I love to say, uh, shout out to the people in the yay. It's gonna be hell of discoveries. Oh, <laughs> um, this coming year. And I just hope everybody else um, finds their purpose as well. And and support your boy. Follow at the Uncle Urban. Um, I know what I said earlier. Uh, hopefully, um, Josh agrees to keep shopping smiles up. Um, y'all can binge that now. Y'all know that that's, that's it. <laughs> Binge that, listen to that, have fun with that. Cause it's crazy to think that we still getting followers and listeners. And we ain't dropped nothing since uh August. Cause we didn't want to tell y'all what the heck was going on unless he was hinting to y'all what was going on. Cause I know I've been dealing with this, so I ain't talked to nobody about nothing. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, just keep supporting in any capacity you can and we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we can just wrap it up like that. Um, yeah, you, you said you said all the uh, Instagrams and Twitters and and everything. Um, you know, it's been a 2022, you know. Um, one hell of a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, boy, like I said, I told everybody, I said it was. I said it was like the Godfather. I said it was wedding, it was births, it was deaths. Um, I can't talk about the other things that make it like the Godfather, but yeah, it was a lot of stuff. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot of storylines and plots <laughs> throughout this whole year. So, but. Like I said, a thing that I love about my life is that I keep it interesting. Yeah, we definitely do. And um, appreciate you taking the time. And um, 
It's been another episode of the Music Impulse. It's your boy Smiles. Here with my guy Shad. We out. Get a manicure now. It's dirty as hell. Yeah, I got dirt in my fingernails. That ain't good. <laughs>